Hi, this is Steve Springer. You're listening to Worshiping God God's Way, the podcast, and we're looking at chapter 6. The title of this chapter is Legalism. When I first started the process of studying and preparing a manuscript for this topic, I talked to a lot of different people, and some of them uh, were very cautious. You know, as you're doing this, you've got to be careful not to be legalistic. you got to watch out for legalism, because that's what people do when they start looking up you know, religious ideas and scriptures, and they start building a theology around something. They can get very legalistic. Well, it caused me to listen, and I did. I, I took note. So here's a little definition of legalism. It says, it's strict, it's literal, and it's or is excessive conformity to the law or to the religious ideas or moral codes. The institutionalized legalism that restricts free choice. So the idea is, behind this legalistic idea, is the loss of free choice. People don't like being forced to do anything they don't want to do. And I see why. I understand that. And they cherish their freedom. Free choice, that's a, that's a big thing to people, and it should be. Now, in 2 Corinthians 3.27, Paul says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we love that verse. We sing songs about that verse. We dance that verse. We shout because of that verse. And it's just not a good model. It's a truth. When Jesus comes into a person's life, the reality of his being in them brings them to a place of freedom. He releases them from bondage. He brings a spiritual freedom to them, and he also sets their feet, the Bible says, to dancing, to rejoicing in freedom. And we gather together to celebrate in that way. God also, he also has an opinion about free choice. Remember, he's a lawgiver. I didn't say that. I didn't write that. He did. Uh, He has a code of conduct. He has a code of integrity. And he has a code of ethics. You know, God's code to this world is defined as legalism. It can be defined as legalism. You know, offering the world this giant free choice creates a lot of problems. But when it comes to legalism, there are benefits to that. And in the Bible, in Scripture, in relationship with Jesus, those benefits are life-saving benefits based on legalism. Now, what do I mean by that? John 3.16 says this, there's only one way to heaven. There's only one way to the Father. There's only one way through Jesus Christ. They, the world, that's legalism to them. And I can get that. I totally understand what they're saying. But here's a couple more. This is 1 John 2.15. If you want to love God or have the God of love in you, you cannot love this world. If I want the God that I know to put his love in me, I can't have a shared love for this world. Mm, That sounds legalistic, but I think I like the idea of God's love in me. It's hard to mix those two, not loving the world and loving God, but that's the choice that you have. Matthew 10, 39 says, 
Whoever finds their life will lose it. Who loses his life for my sake will find it. He's saying, in legalism, there's life. John 4.24, the scripture we've been talking about, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship, persukaneo, him in spirit and in truth. That's legalistic worship. There's another word here that's important. The word must. His worshipers must worship. That word, the basis of that word, the meaning of that word is necessary. It is necessary for you to do that. It's legalistically necessary. Now, listen, I know that's a lot, but in all of that, and that's just four or five verses, but even when people hear that, they still say, you're being legalistic. (laughs) You know, God's legalism offers living freedom at the altar of worship. Don't forget that. When it's God's legalism, it brings you into freedom at the altar of worship.